are listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode 12. Hello. Hi. How are you? Happy Friday. I'm sorry I missed last week. I had, I was fully in, in I had, I had all the intentions, <laughs> like I can't even say words right now, to get um, this episode recorded last week, but we ended, we were planning on, and we went to San Diego to visit our friends and family, and I was incredibly anxious about traveling with the baby and flying with the baby and baby sleeping that I just really needed to take care of myself and put myself first last week, which meant a lot of things just didn't get done, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> But that just means we missed a week, so sorry about that. Thanks for coming back. I am really excited about today's episode because it's a little bit cheeky. It's a little bit, um, you know, bold maybe. But I think there's some really important themes that I want to communicate by sharing about today's episode. And um, I hope that you find it Helpful, but before we jump into today's episode, a quick word from our sponsor. Today, we're going to talk about the worst client to have, in my opinion. By no means would I say 100% this is the same experience you have with the type of client, but most of the time, this has been my experience and the experience of my other esthetician friends and coaching clients, and that is client that is also in the industry. They too are an esthetician or a cosmetologist or a manicurist. They are the worst client. I more times than not had really terrible experiences working with other people in the industry. However, there was definitely some amazing people I worked with that were in the industry that were really great clients, but they were the exception to this rule. <laughs> so I'm going to talk a little bit about my experiences working with other estheticians. I'm just going to say estheticians right now. I'm going to, that means a cosmetologist and manicurist as well, just to make it easier. Let me tell you about my experience and then some things that I did to really help safeguard myself from having the same experiences in the future and how I did find it to be pretty successful in the end. Okay, so... I have a couple of examples, but the one that comes to mind is I was still relatively new working with acne, maybe seven months into opening BLH Beauty in San Diego, and one I had an esthetician move down the hall from me in the suites that I was renting a room from, really nice woman, um, and we decided to trade. I was going to do her acne and she was going to perform her services on me. I'm not going to tell you what she did because it may give too much information about her away. And instantly you guys, now if you know, you may know this about me, my clients don't have my personal phone number. They never have. Um, so I, you know, obviously people in the industry, my friends have my personal phone number. So she had my personal phone number. So she instantly started texting me. This isn't working. My skin's breaking out worse. Sending me picture after picture after picture. All things my clients rarely did. And, you know, I'm trying to, you know, respond and, um, you know, tell her, yeah, this is normal. And, you know, I, I definitely told her the same spiel. I told all my acne clients, like, it takes time. More, you know, more often you see your skin gets worse before it gets better. The same spiel. Um, 
But what I found with this client as well as other clients that are estheticians is they don't really want to hear the spiel because they know, they know. But so it's a hard person to talk to about these things because they're not really, they're not really actively listening because they know a lot more than the average client. And it just got worse and worse and worse. And every time I saw her at work in the halls, she would complain to me about her skin. And eventually I, it was just not worth it trading with her. I wasn't making any money and I, it just wasn't worth it for me anymore. And it wasn't a good use of my time. So I, I did tell her that it kind of ended that and she ended up moving and I didn't really, I didn't want to deal with it anymore. But I will tell you that I've had esthetician clients that show up late or cancel last minute. All the crazy things that we cannot stand when our clients do. Obsessively sending me messages. All these things that you're like, but you're an esthetician. You know better. You know not to show up late for appointments. You know not to late cancel. You know that the skin takes time to change. What the heck is going on? on it can literally make you want to pull your hair out and never work as an esthetician again it became to the point where if you know on my acne intake form I asked the occupation of my clients and if I saw that they were an esthetician or in the industry I was very clear before even our first appointment like I would email them and say hey like I see that you're an esthetician that's so great I just want to make sure that you that we're on the same page about what what uh, my program is. Um, the way that it works is I I'm essentially in charge. I call the shots. You've got to do use my skincare line and follow my instructions explicitly, or you're not going to see results. Um, totally understand if that's not what you were looking for, and you were you know you'd rather do something else. But that's just that's the only way I work with clients. End of that. Because more often than not, you know, they would come in and then they would say, well, I'm just going to contact Face Reality and buy products myself. They, they would want to buy products from me or they want to buy from their friend who also sells Face Reality or whatever, whatever. Or they decide they're still going to do this and not do that. And they're going to get themselves peels at home. And they're all, all sorts of crazy things. So setting up that boundary very quick, quickly and very early, even before they've spent a penny coming to see you is imperative and really, in my opinion, the only way to work with people in the industry is, hey, this is what I do. I get it. This is not what you want to do. But in order to work with me and be in my program and, you know, do do what I do, everyone has to do this, whether you're an esthetician or not. They may hate that. They may think that you're ridiculous. They may get frustrated with you. That's totally fine. They're allowed to be frustrated and not agree with you, but you also don't have to take them on as a client. And I think that we are uncomfortable with that because we're like, well, it's money. It, you know, they could tell their clients about me. I could get more business, but let me tell you an esthetician, a person in the industry who works with you, who doesn't do what you tell them to do, who wants to continue to use their dermalogical cleanser or their CeraVe moisturizer, who's doing at home peels, who's missing appointments is not talking well about you to their clients. They are not saying, go see Brittany. She knows how to clear acne and help you with your skin 
what they are saying is Brittany's awful. I don't know why she has clients. <laughs> that is what the conversation is. What you want her to, or them to say, whoever it is, the person is, you want them to say to their clients is Brittany has a strict acne program. You have to hustle to be on it. You, it is not easy to, to do, do all the things that she has but it works and look how my skin has changed because then she's going to recruit for you clients that are willing to do the work. You don't want more of her. You don't want more of the clients that are wanting to do their own thing and then being frustrated with you and then they don't get the results, which is often my experience with people in the industry. I had at the end of working in San Diego, I had an esthetician client and I was like, over it by then. And I was like, here's the thing. My way to highway, <laughs> I did the whole spiel and she was like, yep, yeah, great, uh-huh. And she was an amazing client. I absolutely loved her. She was great. She got great results. All was good. But she and I had a very clear understanding that I was in charge. What I said went. And we weren't, we weren't going to, it wasn't going to be a just like a collaborative discussion. And where she gets to go home and put a just her peel on herself and then use glycolic acid and then email me that her skin is raw and sore. <laughs> you know, that was not going to be, that was not going to work with me. I realize I sound a little bit sassy. I don't talk sassy in a sassy tone. And in, when I talk to my clients, I'm just, this is like me to you being sassy. But again, you can go through that same steps that I talked about last week. Think, acknowledge, normalize, have curiosity. So, hey, Kelly, thanks so much for reaching out, scheduling an appointment with me. I'm so excited to work with you. Um, just a quick note, I, you know, in the past working with other estheticians, I really want to make sure that we, you know, are on the same page, you know, you're acknowledging what your needs are and her needs are. Totally understand, normalize that if it's not for you and you... Um, you know, you'd, you'd rather just maybe get a treatment and some extractions and a whole program of following what I want you to do may not work for you. And then the end is curiosity. So let me know if you have any questions. Um, looking forward to hearing from you, right? So you're still going through that four-step process that you're, you know, you're, you are thanking them for wanting to work with you. That's exciting. You, you know, acknowledge that this is not going to maybe be what, they expected, you know, and then you normalize that's okay if that's not for them. And then you want to make sure that you can answer any questions for them and ultimately let them have their choice, whether that means they they work with you and they're in your program or they realize it's actually not the best fit for them. And that's totally fine too. So I hope this was helpful. I know that you have clients in the industry and if you have clients in the industry, my best guess would be you've experienced this. <laughs> It's sad. Let's let's um let's make a pledge to each other right now that when we go to cosmetologists for getting our hair done or manicurists for getting our nails done or people other estheticians that do services differently than us that we follow their instructions and we be a good client. <laughs> we don't become competitive and expect discounts and you know, you know, free services and all sorts of crazy things <laughs> that we just show up on time. We don't cancel the last minute and we follow what we say we're going to do. Let's just change this culture because it just is nuts. Um, 
yeah, so that is it. That's all I have for you today. I hope this was helpful. Let me know if you have any questions. If there is a situation that you personally working with that you'd love advice, I am all ears. I'll be back same time, same place, hopefully next week. Until then, have a great week. And I'll talk to you then.